What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode five of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I am joined today by Alfred State's head wrestling coach, Justin Signorelli. Uh, how's things going in Alfred, coach? Hey, how you doing, Dylan? Things are going great up here. Awesome, awesome. How's the uh, COVID life going? Uh, you're on campus, I take it, so how's everything going? Yeah, I'm in my office right now. It's good to be back. I got away for a little during the holidays, but it's good to be back in the office getting some things done. Um, and our students are coming back this weekend. Awesome. So uh, now if there was going to be any or somewhat of a regular NCAA season come the beginning of 2021, there's no doubt the uh, pioneers would have been ready. What was it like improvising your training in the fall time when the uh, wrestlers were on campus? You kind so, of did. yeah, it was uh, definitely a fall unlike any other. Um, you know, I had uh, something I preached to the guys, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. So I had to totally get out of the box and come up with ways where we were able to still uh, become better athletes, maybe not uh, so much better wrestlers, but the focus was try to try to get stronger, try to become more athletic and just overall, uh, you know, ready to go when we're able to get on the mat more. Right. Yeah. I mean, you guys had sections of mats obviously spread out so you could social distance, but you I mean, you're doing stance in motion out on the football field. You did track workouts um, one of them was the stance in motion, not even on mats, but you're on the football field beginning of November in the snow that, uh, clip went viral that you posted. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, that, that clip, it was pretty funny. We got 62,000 views, um, across our, our social media sites. So that was pretty cool. And Ohio state coach, uh, national champion coach, Tom Ryan put it on his Instagram story. So that was cool. So that was, a that was a regular, uh, we were doing a strength and conditioning circuit. Uh, with some different stations and stuff and then that fifth that was our fifth and final station we were all doing it together and uh it was it was cold and it was it was snowing and it was kind of like guys were trying to get hyped up they're like whoa yeah let's go let's get it um and then you know we finished that fourth station and i took my sweatshirt off and was trying to keep them going through that last station and they <laughs> kind of one up to me and they were they were going shirtless and um it was it was pretty cool yeah, you uh, referenced Tom Ryan, and I know I just read his book, and I referenced him, uh, I think, two episodes ago, but, you know, about chosen suffering, and that's kind of mm -hmm. what it is, like, be uncomfortable, you know, and uh, that's kind of what it takes to be elite, so that was pretty cool to see that. So, backing up before your coaching days, I want to get into, so you wrestled at Cortland State from, so I guess, the fall of 2009, and you graduated 2013. Correct. Um, so in those four years, the red dragons dual record was 85 and 14. You guys finished fourth at the national duels, I believe your senior year. Mm -hmm. uh, so each of those years you've had, um, you know, you know, your teammates, you had a multiple all Americans looking back as a coach, what did you take out of being on teams? Like the ones you were on, like the ones of coach Brune led. Um, it was a, it was a really good environment. Um, and, and the best I can say is, you know, I, I went through a, a high school program that my freshman year was the first year that it existed. So no one really knew what was going on. We were not winning 85% uh, of our dual meets like at Cortland. So, you know, I went there to, I knew it was going to be a challenge um, and I knew it was a really good program. So that's something I wanted to be a part of. And just, you know, the iron sharpens iron mentality. Um, you know, even, even our third and fourth string guys in that room at the time were, you know, really, really competitive guys and, you know, replacing in tournaments and stuff like that. So we, we had some really big time guys. Um, you know, I wrestled with uh, Dierna, who won nas two national titles, Giarmita, who was a four-time All-American national champ. 
Um, and then a bunch of other All-Americans, uh, you know, Algerman Sterling, stuff like that. So there was a lot of really talented guys in that room, but uh, we all made each other better, which was, which was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to mention uh, guys like Bobby and, and Joe, um, you know, they're both four-time All-Americans and they obviously won some titles, but you, uh, you mentioned Algermain. Um, what was he like as an athlete in the room? Did you think he would be, you know, going on to fight for a UFC title in 10 years? You know, I, I knew whatever he, he wanted to do, that he would be successful. He was, uh, you know, I learned a lot from him. Maybe, maybe not so much right there at that moment in time, but like you said, looking back on it and just seeing his, his preparation be above all else, just his belief that no matter what, and he was, he's the type of guy that we'd be done with practice and some guys would be doing some extra, you know, extra core workout or some extra stuff. Um, that was pretty common, but he would, he would go through a whole, you know, shadow match. And then he wouldn't just be done after that. He'd, he'd spend another five minutes, you know, walking around with his hands above his head, you know, acting like he, he just won, you know, the NCAA title or a big UFC fight. And it was, it was, you know, that's part of his preparation. So I, at the time, you know, I just thought he was, he was clowning around or, you know, cooling down, whatever. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the mindset he had. Um, so it was cool to, to be, be on a team with him. And then he was our grad assistant coach. And then to see what he's been able to do um, with first for himself um, afterwards. It's been, it's been really cool. Do you uh, happen to watch his match with RBY? Uh, I, yeah, I saw the highlights of it. Um, he hit that, he hit that nice throw. I watched yeah. his last fight. Um, that was really awesome. So. Yeah, it's cool to see him representing his, you know, Cortland state. So that's, that's pretty cool to look back on. So you left Cortland state and you went back to your high school alma mater. Like you mentioned at Highland, which is section nine for the New York listeners on here. So I guess I didn't realize that you kind of helped start that program when you were in ninth grade, you know, it wasn't around, but you coached there for three years and then you went to resurrecting SUNY Ulster which hadn't had a program um, for over 40 years. What was it like to take charge of building a program? Uh, yeah, it was, you know, I, like, like I mentioned my first year in high school, no one knew what was going on. Um, I was just one of the new guys. Um, so then I kind of had to translate that whole experience from a student athlete standpoint as a 14, 15 year old to being, you know, charged with rebuilding a college program that's been dormant for 40 years. Um, I was hired, late in the spring too. So recruiting was basically uh, impossible. I was kind of really hoping, you know, there were some guys already at the school and some guys that were already planning on coming and stuff. Um, but just everything from getting equipment, getting a mat, um, you know, figuring out who we got to go through for weight certs and just like everything that you would kind of take for granted um, along the way, you know, had to, had to be figured out. Um, so it was, it was challenging, but it really helped me kind of learn the whole process top to bottom really early in my coaching career. Yeah, that's awesome. So you were there for two years before deciding to go back to school for your master's and you became a grad assistant at Western New England under coach Sugarmeyer uh, in the 2018-19 season. What was that like? I mean, what kind of, what made you want to go back to do that? Um, well, uh, my, my goal professionally, once I, you know, once I started at Ulster and was really trying to make a a full-time job out of, out of coaching. I was teaching some phys ed classes there. I was also the assistant athletic director. Um, so it was kind of pieced together a couple part-time jobs to make ends meet. And I was, I was doing all right, but I knew if I ever wanted, you know, the opportunity to get back into the NCAA and become a, a full-time head coach at the division three level, 
um, I was going to have to build my uh, academic academic resume and go back to school and, and get my master's degree. Yeah, and that, that was a good choice. So you went to West New England and the year you were there, you helped coach 184-pounder uh, John Boyle to a Division Three NCAA title. What was it like seeing his journey unfold? As just just that year being there. Uh, well, when I went on my when I went on my interview, Coach Sugarmeyer, you know, was showing me around and telling me about what they had, what they were trying to build, stuff like that. And you know, the the main thing that stuck with me from my visit was when we were in the gym, and you know, he he pointed out Boyle's name, fourth place at the NCAA tournament the year before. And he said, you know, the wrestling team has never had a national champion, but neither had any team or individual in the school's history. Um, so that was their centennial year as a school. And, you know, that was that was my goal as a coach coming in, trying to make an impact and help them climb those last few steps on the podium. Um, it was uh, it was cool. It was kind of, you know, different from being running the practices like I had the past two years to kind of helping plan the practices and then just kind of assisting. So because I wasn't, you know, the, the clipboard and whistle guy at the whole practice, I had my shoes laced up. I was wrestling uh, Boyle, Montero, uh, Price um, and anyone in the room, you know, trying to help them drilling and live wrestling to help them get better. So it was it was cool to to challenge them physically. Um, put them in situations that, you know, maybe their teammates wouldn't be thinking or trying to put them in, um, not letting them get that, definitely not letting them finish their shots the first way or second way, maybe make them, make them keep going. And um, the coolest thing was probably to see it all uh, come, come together at the end because, you know, me and Boyle worked on scrambling and stuff like that. Uh, and he used to be pretty robotic. So um, to see him win in overtime in a situation, you know, that we were just working on a week prior was uh the pretty perfect ending. So I guess maybe it was a year or two before that coach Sugarmeyer and I had texted and stuff because we met at the uh, thousand Island duels up here in Clayton, New York. And uh, he had Andrew Cole on his team and he kind of was bouncing ideas off me because trying to recruit some other guys in the North country up in uh, Northern New York. But mm -hmm. um, so it was cool to see him have a national title. And, you know, I, I was kind of following Western New England at that time with, knowing Andrew Cole, he was on the team. And then obviously knowing I was very excited for them, but um, so fast forward to that summer, uh, 2019, you were announced the head coach at Alfred state from an outsider looking in, it was a great hire. The buy-in as a program looked strong um, just in the two years you've been there. And so obviously you said you um, got recruited for Ulster or you took the job in Ulster in the spring and you couldn't really recruit. I guess the same goes for this. Uh, you couldn't really recruit for your first year, but you had, I think, 20, 20 plus announced for your recruiting class for this year, which says a lot. But uh, what was it like or, uh, you know, what kind of went into taking the role at Alfred State? Um, yeah, that was it was a really good opportunity for me to come back to New York and uh, get a job at a state school. Um, it was really exciting on a, a lot of different levels, just, you know, the support that's here and the opportunities with uh, our programs and stuff. And then it, it's really easy for me to recruit here because I went through the state system and I believe in everything we have to offer. So, you know, it's not just a sales pitch. It's, it's really what I believe. So it was a really good fit for me professionally. So the same way student athletes are trying to find a school that's a good fit for them. This was a really good fit for me, for my career. Um, so like you said, I didn't really have a chance to recruit. Um, there was six returners on the team and then some guys that were not really so much recruited, but were just kind of coming here because they had the programs and they were decent wrestlers. Um, 
but I was really, really fortunate with the, the group that I inherited. Um, they, they were excited to have a full-time coach. They were excited to, you know, have some structure and see the program grow. So the buy-in from the guys I had last year, um, it's just been really awesome. And it's really laid a good foundation. Um, there's almost no culture when I got here. So it was really easy to, to build a culture instead of, you know, trying to tear something down and build it back up. So I think it was maybe a week or two ago, I spoke with uh, one of your heavyweights that has now just recently graduated, but he spoke highly of the things you and your staff are doing at Alfred State. I mean, he obviously has been there for four years, but you weren't there for four years. And uh, he just had, it was very optimistic where the program was going and the culture that, you know, you guys are creating, um, which, you know, says a lot. And you kind of, you can see it from the outside. Like another thing that you do is uh, you have a heavy social media presence. Um, I follow several wrestling accounts on social media. You guys are showing your training, your practices, um, or whatever it is, and your competitions, and even stuff at the classroom. You know, some of your athletes that are, uh, you know, some of the scholars and the awards that they're getting. Growing your brand and keeping your fans, alum, and future Ox gang engaged is big. Is that something you aimed for when you took the job? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, especially for this younger generation of, uh, of kids, um, they're, they're really into their social media and stuff like that. And then, you know, I find that like Instagram is really popular with, you know, the younger people, but Facebook, a lot of parents, they like to see the posts and see the updates and stuff like that. Um, I just think it's important to, to promote what we're doing. Um, a lot of work goes into it from, you know, the standpoint of the student athletes putting in the work and then deserving to be recognized. And then just a lot of people, like you said, uh, alumni and just people, family members who, who want to know what's going on. And, you know, I think the, you know, olden days, you know, we send out a quarterly, quarterly email to some people and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's a lot easier with the, with the powers and capabilities of social media to put out a couple of posts, you know, give updates, um, stuff like that. And I think people appreciate it. And I know the guys on the team, you know, like, like to, you know, be recognized when, when they get that 3.0 or when we win that dual meet and they got a pin in the match and stuff like that. So it's a, a nice way to kind of recognize uh, what, what we're working on. Yeah. I mean, you can't really, I mean, even though the weeks now that there's not much of a season, but you guys are constantly posting and, you know, keeping everybody engaged. And I mean, I like to see it as a fan. So that's it's, awesome. Uh, it's definitely a little harder when there's not as much going on. Yeah. Um, so I've been stretching on some things, but uh, I'm excited to get, uh, get these guys back in the room so we can uh, get back to actually posting some more of the guys doing some stuff. As far as Alfred State goes, uh, what, what are some of the things that might detract uh, future wrestlers as far as, you know, your majors? I know you guys have been upgrading a lot of your facilities. Um, yeah, I mean, we have 80 plus different majors here. And one of the most unique things about Alfred State is uh, you can be in a two-year program and get an associate's degree in a, in a nice uh, hands-on program, or even, uh, you know, in classroom, you can do a two-year criminal justice associates. You can do any sort of a two-year trade program. We got HVAC, uh, auto, auto tech programs, culinary, um, welding, stuff like that. Uh, Electrical is popular with some guys on the team. Um, but whatever program you're in, um, two years or four years, you're able to wrestle. Um, so that's, that's a pretty big advantage. If you, if you just want to do a, a two year trade program, you'll still have the opportunity to compete at the NCAA, NCAA level, which is really rare. Um, and then on our main campus, we have, you know, criminal justice, engineering, 
uh, sportsman, stuff like that. So other popular things um, for four-year degree programs too. Um, yeah, I was going to mention, I saw a lot of the recruits and I guess the guys on the team that are going for, you know, you, you mentioned HVAC, welding. I've seen uh, diesel mechanics, construction trades. I'm not saying, or it's, I guess it's not necessarily knock, um, but like, you know, wrestling's kind of like a blue collar sport and they, they seem to have, and then they seem to have like, you know, a lot of blue collar majors that, you know, are kind of maybe underappreciated, but you, you know, the world needs them. And, uh, you know, a lot of other colleges don't have a lot of those hands-on um, majors and, you know, trades that you guys provide to uh, the scholars. So that's kind of something that I noticed. And, you know, I had a buddy that went to Alfred State for masonry. He wrestled a year or two. And, you know, I had a buddy that went for surveying. You know, they, they're proud alums. And it's just something that it's kind of unique that all Alfred State offers. So, yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, it's, it, wrestling is a blue collar sport. Um, you know, you gotta be tough. You gotta be willing to, to get your hands dirty, uh, kind of metaphorically, but you know, the, those jobs, um, and those programs, they're, they're popular with our guys. Um, and they come out and that's why we have a 98%, uh, continuing education or job placement rate here, because a lot of our programs are really in high demand. So, you know, we have guys like you mentioned, uh, that just graduated the heavyweight, uh, Kyle Fitzgerald. Yep. He, he graduated uh, not from a trade program. He did engineering, um, but he's he already landed a job and he started working already. Um, so it just goes to show that, you know, it's an investment. Um, that's what college is. It's an investment in your future. But, you know, at the SUNY price with the programs we have to offer, um, there's a lot of really good advantages for, you know, outside of athletics, just advancing your your life and your career and putting yourself in a position to uh, to set yourself and your family up for a nice future. Yeah, I like that. So as far as uh, your, you got, you mentioned it, I guess I didn't, might not have mentioned it. I said you guys are the pioneers, but you guys have the uh, Ox game mantra and you kind of have that family atmosphere and culture that it brings. Tell us about the Ox, Ox gang mantra. Yeah. So the Ox gang, that's kind of a, you know, our team mantra, our team slogan. Um, and that's, you know, how we, we uh, kind of differentiate ourselves from the other teams on campus. Um, we uh, we're really, really proud of, you know, how hard we work and what we're trying to build here. And, uh, you know, we think we're one of the hardest working wrestling teams out there, the hardest working team on our campus. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of kind of point of pride and who we are. Um, so, you know, uh, we have team stores and stuff like that. We can go online and buy stuff. But the only stuff with the, the Ox gang on it is, you know, our practice gear and stuff like that. And then our, our gold standard shirts at the end of the year. So it's, uh, you know, it's something you gotta, you gotta earn the right and you gotta put in the work to, to be an official, you know, Ox gang member. I love it. So as far as the season goes, uh, unfortunately COVID hasn't allowed us to see the match yet this year. Um, I, you just posted something maybe an hour, hour and a half ago on Instagram mm -hmm. um, that you guys are like the, the only D3 team ready in the state. Uh, what's next for the pioneers? Um, we got one match scheduled already. Um, for a few weeks from now. And then we're still planning for the NCAA regionals, which is supposed to be at the end of February. Um, so that's, that's the plan for the near future. We're going to start practice here soon um, and, and get back to work and pre in preparation for those things. And then this year we're actually, uh, since they, they switched kind of the scheduling and the, it's usually like a 19 week season you're allowed to have, um, we're going to be able to wrestle all, all semester long. So depending what happens with NCAAs, um, whether it happens or not, we're going to be able to wrestle dual meets, you know, as long as we're, we're staying safe and 
and doing everything the right way, we'll be able to wrestle dual meets in, in April and May and hopefully get, get some competitions in this year, even beyond uh, when uh, the scheduled national tournament is. So you guys, this is your third year competing um, at the division three level, I guess, right? Before uh-huh. that, you guys were, uh, what's that yep. like, I guess, being a division three, being at the division three level, maybe for your program? Um, well, I think uh, I'm, the, I'm the first full-time coach that's been here in a while. Um, so that, that definitely elevates the program and, you know, adds a sense of legitimacy to it, just having a full-time presence, um, you know, available for your student athletes. And then uh, the NCA is kind of the top dog when it comes to college athletics. Um, so, yeah, it was, we were NWCA before, and it was kind of being run more or less like a club team. Um, so we're, uh, we're excited to be in the NCA. We're, you know, hoping there's going to be uh, NCA regionals in a few weeks here. Um, and we're excited to, to keep growing. Um, something that I tell a lot of guys when I bring them on campus, um, you know, I've, I've, my time at Western England, I coached a national champion. I, uh, I like to think I played a, a huge role in that. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to coach another national champion. I'm going to coach all Americans national qualifiers. Um, they're, they're all going to be first for our program here. Um, and I'm going to be in the corner for him. And, you know, I challenge guys and say, you know, who's, who's going to be out there, who's going to be the one getting their hand raised. So it's exciting. Um, there's a, a ton of potential here and, you know, those times will come. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to them, but, you know, not, not trying to jump ahead to anything. I'm just enjoying the process and, and building, building this program. Well, I love to hear it. And uh, I'm very excited to see what, where you're growing down there at Alfred, uh, at Alfred state. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, yeah, just some notes. Uh, I brought in a, about a 20 person recruiting class this past year um, to go along with all the returners we had. Uh, I already got, we already got um, double digit accepted commits and a few verbal commits just waiting to get their applications accepted. So we're in good shape to, to keep growing the roster and bringing in solid guys. So I'm really excited to, uh, to see what the new guys that we just brought in this year can do on the mat. Um, and I'm excited to, to add some new recruits to that for next year when we can have hopefully a completely, totally normal season. Um, but yeah, the, going back to the, the fall training real quick, you know, doing different things, strength and conditioning work, sprint work. Uh, we were outside. If we weren't in the pool, that was the only indoor facility we were allowed to use. We used the pool a couple of times, but everything was outside. So, you know, we got dirty. It was cold. Um, we, we had some fun. We got the mats out, but, you know, social distance and stuff like that. But we did as, as much as we could and, you know, diversified it as much as we could with training. And then uh, some other areas where we excelled is uh, civic engagement. We did a team-wide community cleanup. Um, the athletic department also did a cleanup that uh, more than a dozen of the guys on the team helped out with. Uh, we partnered with the, volley- the volleyball team to do a, a breast cancer awareness, like Pink Pride kickball game. So, so that was, those were all good, uh, good events for the guys to participate in um, for all of us as a team. And uh, our day of giving fundraiser was a, a really big success. Uh, the wrestling team actually raised over 20% of the total donors to the entire school-wide campaign were earmarked for the wrestling team. So it was really good to, to see the guys, you know, get on the phones and make some calls and reach out to people and, and see the support that is coming in for this, this team and this group of guys we have right now. Yeah, that's something special. I, I mean, I did your post about your community cleanup and the uh, you, you guys, I believe in the swimming team, were uh, part of the the athletic department cleanup and cleaning up the campus and whatnot. And a lot of the stuff that you're doing there is is very 
um, big for the team building aspect of the sport. And it's awesome to see you had, I think you had like 20 or 25 people in that one picture that you posted. And um, I think it's special that, you know, you guys are doing that for the program and for the sport. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. Uh, you know, Alfred's not a, not a huge, a huge area. It's a, it's a tight knit community and our teams are really tight knit group. So when we can kind of give some stuff back and, and spend some time doing some stuff, um, it, it feels good. And, uh, you know, the guys, the guys always buy in. That's the biggest thing with this group is, you know, whether we're doing stance in motion in the snow or doing community cleanup or even going to study hall for, for after practice to work on our academics, these guys, uh, they're fired up, they're ready to go and they're ready to put forth a good effort. Those are uh, kind of our, our team motto. So we got taped up in the wrestling room is energy, attitude and, and effort. So that's what we try to bring every day, you know, whatever the activity is or however strong or talented or whatever you are, you know, you can always bring a good attitude, uh, high energy and effort. Yeah, great, great characteristics to have. And uh, hopefully we can see you guys on the map pretty soon. Hopefully. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're all uh, getting anxious for. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, joining me today and uh, hope you guys have a good day and get back to training soon. All right. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks a lot. No problem. See ya. And that's all for episode five. Thanks for tuning in. If you've liked this episode, give it a five-star review on Apple podcast. Um, give it a like, give it a share. I want to give Alfred state wrestling a plug. You can follow them on Instagram and at Facebook, both at Alfred State Wrestling. Coach Siggs does a very good job at keeping the fans engaged and uh, putting content out there for us. So give them a follow. I'll be back tomorrow with my co-host, Zach, and we will be covering the, um, giving a recap of the Henry DeGlane, as well as the flow card and week three of college wrestling. And we'll be doing a little preview of what's to come. Thanks. Peace.